Hey, this is Jeff Bond, and welcome to the Chat with Leaders podcast, where we amplify the influence of servant leaders who use their talents as a force for good. My guest today is Nathan Stuck, the Director of Culture and Impact at Advictorium Solutions, a Salesforce consultancy and certified B Corporation headquartered in Alpharetta, Georgia. In addition to his full-time role at Advic, Nathan is the co-founder and chair of B Local Georgia, a nonprofit network representing for-profit B Corps working together to build the business for good B Corp community in the Peach State. Moved by his desire to help others carve their own path to purpose, Nathan has also helped universities across the state introduce or expand social innovation curriculum, including experiential consulting projects that pair students with companies looking to certify as a B Corp. Purpose starts with action, and Nathan will not only remind you of that, but he'll show you how easy it is for you and your company to pursue both profit and purpose. Enjoy. Welcome to Chat with Leaders, Nathan. Well, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. I am super excited. We've been going through a whole series and finding a passion for leaders that use their influence and talents as a force for good. And that's all that you represent, my friends. So really excited to unpack our main topic today of making a profit and making a difference, not having to be mutually exclusive. So I wanted to jump in and ask, what is Be Local Georgia? How did you first become involved? So Be Local Georgia is really a collaborative group of the B Corps in the state of Georgia. And 2018, early 2018, the company I work for, Mad Victorium Solutions, we got certified as a B Corp. And that was kind of my introduction to B Corps. I worked on that project in grad school. And then we finally, I, I came to work for them full time. And then we finally certified. And I'd say we reinvented the wheel, but that's another topic for another day. But we got there. And I quickly realized that none of the B Corps in Georgia, I think we only had nine or 10 at the time. We didn't know each other. So a gentleman by the name of Scott Sadler, who owns Boardwalk Capital Management, he and I got together one night after work and just decided we were going to start our own Be Local chapter here. So it kind of grew out of that conversation. And then I think it was the Champions Retreat, which is the big B Corp conference. I met four or five other B Corps from the state who were there. And I kind of told them we're doing this thing. I'm doing this thing. And, and it grew from there. And all of a sudden, I think last summer we officially became an official thing where before we were like an idea with a website. And then now it was like we can receive donations. And so we're a fiscally sponsored project of the Social Good Fund. So basically a nonprofit with a lot less legwork for a volunteer board. That's amazing. So when you got to that moment and, and you got excited about it, was there something about your past or just who you inherently are that you think kind of gave that gravitational pull to become so immersed in this B Corp community? Yeah. And maybe I wasn't aware of it until I started doing this, that I'm a natural connector. Or I, mean, I knew I was a serial networker, but this offered so much opportunity for me to get out and meet people and meet leaders and share ideas and really build a the sense of community amongst even just the B Corps. And then that has then kind of really taken off from there where last year we had, you know, a Southeastern conference with other chapters in other states, all the way from DC to Texas. So really just building that sense of community. We should be doing business with each other. We should be supporting each other. We should be sharing best practices. And most importantly, we should get to know each other because I think that's the magic sauce. Everybody thinks networking is, it's just a matter of meeting people, but it's meeting people, it's building relationships, it's adding value. And then that's when you start to see some of that return on your networking. So really just fostering that that sense of community. And I think I've maybe discovered a natural skill set. 
Yeah, I think networking will change. You know, a lot of the times before the pandemic, it was very transactional and you would be in a networking event and you'd see that person coming your way and you could tell they very clearly were just trying to push their own agenda on you and maybe the other person was and it wasn't really that value creation that that you described. And so the B Corp community is under the shared value and, and culture of we want to use our influence as a force for good. And so it naturally uh, builds that kind of community. I see more of that coming out of the pandemic as we've all been through trauma and all been through difficult times together that people will have more compassion and care towards wanting to help and serve one another. So that's a great, great observation. In what ways has this involvement in uh, Be Local Georgia informed your leadership in the for-profit business community? I think a lot of it has been from getting to know all these people, picking up best practices and sharing ideas, sharing thoughts. I mean, around the same time I started Be Local Georgia, I started a, a B culture call and I invited different culture, HR. We're all kind of wearing that hat, but we're not traditional like SHRM certified HR professionals. We're, we're looking at engagement and, you know, community impact and all these different hats that we all wear. And a lot of us by default were just the beekeeper. We were the person who oversaw the certification and we oversee the KPIs. So I created that call to really give everybody the opportunity to not reinvent the wheel and to share. Even we have an epic fail section of each call where we share like, hey, we tried something and it blew up in our face. So creating that and 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 just getting out and meeting all these people in the B Corp space has has I mean, it's added tools to my tool belt. You know, it's given me new ideas, new ways to approach problems, borrowing, or we, we even joke, stealing ideas. There are no new ideas. We're just reinventing old ones. And then I would say my first impression of how this inspired me both at work and personally was going by accident. I ended up at the B Summit right after we certified thinking the B Summit was a global summit of B Corps. So I booked my trip to Amsterdam. I get there and I realize very quickly, this is a European summit and we're the only American company there. <laughs> so I still remember being in awe of that room though, and hearing the different business models and hearing that people were making money, solving social issues. And here we were, you know, we're a Salesforce consultancy. So we do implementations and I'm thinking to myself, like, Man, these people are so inspiring. But then I also started thinking, why not us? You know, they're all making money. They're all serving a purpose. And I remember one of the speakers who's the CEO of uh, Yerba Mate, Guiaki, and uh, their B Corp. And he, he even said, just remember, no money, no mission. And that stuck with me. So I think I've taken that a lot into, you know, we do things, but we do them kind of with the whole bottom line, that triple bottom line in mind. So mm. I love the question, why not us? I had the interview with our mutual friend, Mike Morris, who started his B Corp with Broad Green Solutions here in Atlanta. And he said the same, what are the possibilities if everyone asked that question, why not us? And, and the impact that we could truly have in our society, the social impact with people that are hurting, environmental consciousness, so many of the issues could be resolved if you took the for-profit community and everyone took maybe a percentage of their time or profit to be a force for good. And so as we reflect on that, and you've learned a lot in the B Corp community, having converted into that space, what are some of the myths that you found entrepreneurs and business leaders to kind of hold true about B Corps that maybe you could help dispel today? 
The first one has to be in the name itself. People hear B Corp, and I've heard this before, where I'm going to talk to my buddy about it. And then they come back. Well, he says they're an LLC, so they can't do it. And I'm like, has nothing to do with it. It's a certification. So I think that's probably the biggest myth. I don't, I don't know what the intentions were behind the naming of it, but you know, there's benefit corporation status and then there's B Corp and they're not mutually exclusive. One can be both. One can be one. One can be the other. So I think that's probably the biggest myth is getting people past the fact they hear corp and they think incorporation. So, and then I think number two is money, money and effort, maybe effort in terms of money. This is going to cost me a lot. This is impossible. I don't have the time. It, it doesn't seem worthy of the investment, which I would say ROI is probably the answer that makes most B Corpers cringe a little bit. Not that there isn't one, just that I don't think that that drives any of us. I think we just inherently know that it's good for business from a recruitment and retention and business development and content creation. Can I quantify an ROI? Probably not. But do we see one? Yes. So I think that cost thing gets kind of bogged down that I forget what the exact dues are per year, like 2,500 bucks. It's a sliding scale based on revenue, but somewhere between 2,500 and five grand per year. And then if you don't want to do it yourself, you get a good B Corp consultant for probably under 10 grand mm-hmm. and, and be able to put like the gold standard seal of corporate social responsibility on your business. I think it's worth it. And I agree with what Mike said. I think if more people ask, why not us? And there's this crippling fear of not being able to solve everything, I think that hinders people, that people assume there's so many problems and there's so many things that need to be solved. How do we ever, you know, they're just looking at the peak of the mountain and they're not realizing that, you know, no progress, you know, take progress, make a little action. If you're just doing a little bit and everybody does a little bit, you know, it's like compounded interest, you know, it's the same kind of concept. If everybody's just going out of their way and their professional lives and their personal lives to just do a little bit every day, I think that we'd be able to realize that change. Well, it's easy to look at the world and feel overwhelmed by the amount of problems and challenges. And and if you are a responsible person and you want to have a social impact, it's it can be overwhelming to say, you know, look at all these things. How can I really have an impact? But if you just pick one thing potentially and focus just on that and really master that space that's aligned with your purpose and your values and, and model your business around it, then you can have a huge impact in that way. This episode is brought to you by Inspire EDU, a nonprofit organization putting technology devices into the hands of Atlanta's underserved communities. The need for technology devices has accelerated due to the pandemic, and Inspire EDU makes a positive difference helping marginalized learners. Through its partners and supporters like you, Inspire EDU helps learners become 21st century scholars. Learn how you can support their mission at iuatl.org. Are there any examples of local Georgia members that you see having a tremendous social impact today? I'd say some of the ones that come to mind, Gooder is a great example. They're in Atlanta. And I know last year, I mean, their whole business model was around, and if you want to link Jasmine's TED Talks, but about the hunger issues in our country are not a supply issue. It's a logistics issue. We have plenty of food. We just don't get it to the right places. So their whole business model was around event centers and airports and convention centers and arenas and getting that leftover food and finding it through technology. I don't understand the technology, but finding it that way and then being able to partner with nonprofits. So these for-profits would pay Gooder to come in, pick up their food, make the donation to the nonprofit, and then it would go to food banks and homeless shelters 
And last year, I mean, what wasn't happening last year? Sporting arenas, conventions, <laughs> airports. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they had to pivot mid-year or really early right away. And they also have this mission to make sure nobody goes without. So they were finding corporate partners to sponsor food drives and giveaways and had drive-through food lines going and making sure people in Atlanta didn't go without. And I thought that was really incredible. A lot of us were sitting here struggling. How do we keep our business afloat? They were thinking more about how do we keep our mission afloat? And to Mm -hmm. me, that's just kind of the B Corp spirit exemplified. I I thought that was a really neat pivot. And then just a couple others that I I can think of off the top of my mind, Decisely. Everybody tries to keep politics and business separate. And I thought Decisely did a really good job last year of doing that, but also driving some of the get out the vote stuff. They were very outspoken about voting rights and getting people registered. They're also one of the first ones that will always sign up to show up at some urban farm or roadside cleanup with us. So Decisely is really, they're kind of like us, you know, they're an insurance company, you know, they help small businesses get insurance, affordable insurance. So they're not solving like the greatest problem in the world, but they're still using that platform for good. And then I would even include, you know, some of the stuff that we've been able to do in the last year, I think has been, I think we all had that reckoning last summer of enough is enough. And it's not enough for us to just kind of sit on the sideline and hope that things change. So actively taking a look and looking at ourselves in the mirror, looking at our entire industry in the mirror and thinking of like, how do we not only push for more justice, diversity, inclusion at our company, but in our ecosystem as a whole. And so some of the things we've gotten involved in, we've got a pilot program going with Goodwill right now for people transitioning into more, I guess, traditional white collar careers. I mean, people in Athens that, you know, might be in their 30s or 40s looking to kind of transition into technology. And we've been partnering with different organizations to drive STEM education and realizing that, you know, we're in this for the long haul, that this is a 10 to 20 year solution, not a snap your fingers overnight and voila, we've solved all the world's problems. So, yeah, I think there's a lot of them leading in Georgia. And I think the good part is, too, that, you know, they're telling their story. You know, they're letting people know what they're doing. And I think sometimes... B Corps or mission-driven businesses in general struggle with that because there's a little bit of a look at us that feels uncomfortable. Hmm. But I've always been on the side of thinking that it's not about look at us. It's more of a come with us, Hmm. join us on our mission. So yeah, I think there's, and I could go on for hours with B Corp leaders and people and um, companies, but those are just kind of the three that came to mind. Those are great examples. And I love the analogy of, of telling your story, but in a humble way and come with us and scaling impact and thinking impact over profit or impact over ego. There's been a lot of conversations we've had on this show with people that have that heart and leaders that that focus on really that mission and that drive. And, you know, if you can gain more resources, you can have a greater impact. And I would much rather those resources being funneled through the good people that are out there trying to make a huge difference than landing in the wrong hands with the other people that don't really have that social consciousness. So wonderful way to illustrate that point. We touched on this just a little bit. And as a closing statement, going forward into the future, we talk about the question of why not us and what would be the impact, but what is your future vision for B Corps and how do you see that transpiring over the course of time? I mean, it's growing. Even last year, you would think that we, you know, with the pandemic and businesses going out of business and we saw more companies enter the certification process just nationwide, worldwide than we ever had before. And I, and I think a lot of that was a rebuke of the year's events. 
of a commitment to knowing that we have to tackle some of the environmental issues. We have to tackle the racial injustice. We have to tackle these things and we have to be the leaders. We have to be the ones making the change. So I think the B Corp movement is going to continue to grow. I think they've done a good job marketing it as well and letting people know what it is. I mean, I remember walking into the, the first project meeting for Ad Victorium certification project and I'm a bright eyed first year MBA and I didn't know, I didn't know what a B Corp was. I don't think any of us did. I don't even think the our CEO fully understood what it was other than it sounds like my kind of business, I think is what he said. So I think now there's a lot more, I'd spend a lot less time explaining what a B Corp is to people than I did two, three years ago. And then for B Local Georgia, I think it's A, it's always continue to improve business-wise, professionally, personally. I think that's the goal first and foremost for any organization is to understand that you're never perfect and you're always an improving iteration of yourself. So, you know, and I watch our evolution is, you know, we've gone from a thing to a thing with a website to a legit organization to an organization that hosted a conference. And then this year, really focusing on continuing to build out that community. We're revamping the website. We have a really good relationship with the University of Georgia, and we've built out what they've named the B Collaborative. And that brings companies interested in B Corp certification and to work with students looking to get experience in corporate social responsibility and exposes them to a wide range of careers and potential employers. And it gives those companies who might not have the time to do this all themselves, and they might not have the budget to hire somebody to help them with it. It gives them that opportunity to kind of put together their roadmap. So we're looking to expand that. So we've been talking, we've got projects running at Tech and Emory that are kind of with student clubs that are kind of pilots. We just got a new professor at Georgia State who's one of the leading B academics. So she's building out their social entrepreneurship program. So really expanding that footprint and beyond. We've done projects with Agnes Scott and obviously have big goals to get into some of the HBCUs and run some projects out of there in Atlanta. So really expanding our academic footprint and expanding our overall footprint. You know, I think we're at 16 B Corps right now in the state of Georgia. And I know three or four that are already in the queue to, you know, go through their audit. So my goal for 2021 is 21 by 21 because it's a catchy slogan, but we're shooting for 21 this year. I think we'll be at 30 by the end of next year. And I think then you're going to see exponential growth as bigger brands get on board. I think I would say 2023, I'm, my goal would be 50 just to continue to grow this, but also to continue to grow the entire community because B Corp isn't going to be for everybody. We have a fantastic relationship with Conscious Capitalism. We've done events with them. We support their events. We promote their events. They do the same for us. We go beyond profits, another great one. So really building this community of leaders in Georgia and bringing us all together. Because I think the bigger that network and the bigger that pond is that we can all swim in and support each other and work together, I think that's just a win in general. I don't, I'm not sitting here going like, you must be a B Corp or I will never talk. I think anybody on that people mover of corporate social responsibility working to improve is worth connecting with and working with and collaborating with and doing business with. So long answer short, ecosystem growth and really building community. And you have the common goals in mind. You know, you're not in competition with one another. You're coming together. You're lifting each other up with the same goal in mind to have a great social impact. We are all temporary citizens on this earth. And so if we can come to grips with that and, and humble ourselves before that fact and realize that, you know, while we're here, we might as well make a difference and make the world a more harmonious and, and more beautiful place. And that's a uh, that's great effort. And you are having an impact just as, as words of affirmation. I see so many young entrepreneurs 
coming out of college that are just doing amazing things that have amazing hearts. And it's great to hear that some of the larger organizations with some of the pre-existing resources are coming on board too. So I will be cheering you on on this end, Nathan. And if people wanted to follow you and learn more about your leadership at Victorium, Be Local Georgia, where would you guide them? Follow us on, I would say LinkedIn is probably my favorite. I think it's the best business networking tool. I'd say we have a Facebook, but I don't know the last time I checked it. So uh, LinkedIn, Be Local Georgia, and then Ad Victorium Solutions. And it's Ad Victorium to Victory, not Victorian like 18th century British architecture. So Ad Victorium Solutions online or on LinkedIn. Awesome. Well, such a gift to have you on today, Nathan. Thank you for the amazing servant leadership that you're exemplifying in the community and uh, for your gift of time today. Awesome, Jeff. Thanks for having me. I enjoyed it and uh, appreciate you giving me the the microphone to uh, talk about B Corps and talk about B Local Georgia. I wouldn't have missed it. It's my pleasure. Hey, this is Jeff Bond, and thank you so much for investing your time with us today. We'd be thrilled for you to subscribe, rate, review, and share this episode on Apple or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Please also visit our LinkedIn page to join our leadership community by clicking follow. We're grateful for your engagement and for sharing the inspiration coming from our guests so we can add value to aspiring leaders in your network. Have a remarkable week and go be a leader worth following.